Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. The Mobile World Congress 2024 is currently taking place in Barcelona, Spain, on February 26th through 29th. This year, telecom service carriers, device manufacturers, and technology providers from around the world are presenting their latest developments in connectivity innovation, including the network of the future, the Internet of Things, and generative AI. This will have a far-reaching impact on our way of living, including not least the way we educate our young. Hello, I'm Lai Ming, and this is Roundtable. Today, with my colleagues New Holing and Brandon Yates, we will discuss the role of digital technologies as they reshape our education. So, digitalization of education and the building of a society and country of learning in which lifelong learning is pursued by all. This is a lofty goal that we've set up here in China at the 20th National Congress of the CPC, and、uh, we've done a lot in this regard. We made a lot of plans, and we also. Try to put them on the ground. So, New Holy, would you start by introducing some of the plans that we are working on? Of course. Actually, the Chinese government has developed national standards and guidelines for digital education, covering areas such as curriculum development, teacher training, and technology infrastructure. These standards help ensure that digital education is implemented in a cons- consistent and effective way across the country. And it has established regional and local digital education platforms. That provide teachers and students access to a wide range of digital learning resources. All these platforms also make it easier for educators to share best practices and collaborate with each other. And in recent years, China has upgraded the facilities for digital digital teaching in schools. So far, all the elementary and、uh, middle schools across China have access to the internet. All of them. That's Compare, amazing. Yes, compared with only twenty five percent in two thousand and twelve. Moreover, more than three fourths of Chinese schools have wireless networks. This means for kids that are actually interested in online resources that may not be taught in their own schools, they can go online, try to、uh, find some of the resources, and start their own、uh, their own learning experience. Which is why,、mm. for a lot of schools, they started to initiate this、uh, learning scheme that is allowing kids to learn not only what's Been taught in、yes. schools, but also automatic searching and selecting of different courses, different、yeah. uh, hobbies that they want to pick on, and also different kinds of subjects. So kids and parents can literally like individualize their learning、yeah. schedule. So I mean, you could obviously, you know, I'm sure there's like a set schedule in 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 classes and you know a set curric、uh, a set curriculum etc. But then, you know, for example, outside of the classroom or on weekends, or if you identify something that really interests you. Um, as a as a kid or as a parent of a child, you can then further those、um, those studies outside of the classroom. So I think that's amazing. And、yes. just just in case that kids are not able to find the best out of the best resources online, actually there is a Smart Education of China that is a platform. It's actually the world's largest educational resource database that caters to all levels of education,、um, consolidating a wide array of learning resources and providing education. Related services for teachers, for learners, for families, and this online library basically delivers a high-quality educational materials to rural schools in China's less developed cent-、uh, central and western regions, while also facilitating access for universities to high. 
caliber resources for Eastern counterparts.、Mm. So、I、a mean, lot that, of resources out yeah, there. Yeah, but that can help all generations as well. It doesn't necessarily have to just be young learners. So, for example, if you're an、uh, an elderly person that isn't really happy with their educational level、mm-hmm. or wants to learn more about a certain subject, they've got all of these incredible resources、Life、available to them. Yeah, literally,、mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic. This is、uh, mind blowing in the sense that、uh, about 20 years ago, when we were still in high school, our idea of、uh, digitalization of education was embodied in maybe these little classrooms, special classrooms where、uh, students might get a chance once a week to enter and then play with the、uh, devices. It, IT labs. IT labs.、Yeah. Yes, <laughs> these are that too, yeah.、uh, unconnected. I mean, they are they are not connected to the internet for fear that students might use them to、uh, play video games. And, yeah, and that's like Tetris、thing. or something so, really exciting.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the goal back then was to help students familiarize with、uh, computer science and, and essentially、uh, the equipment, the devices that people use when they、uh, get involved with computer science.、Yeah. And then, but that's it. And、mm-hmm. then.、Um, And fu- than- funny enough, I was watching something on the weekend where、um, they were showing footage of high school students in the '60s in the United Kingdom,、um, and it required an entire classroom of like 30 children just to turn on the one computer、oh. that the school had access to, and the computer was like the size of two classrooms. So it's just amazing <laughs> the the progress that's been been made globally, just with you know technology and internet access over、yeah. the years. The fact that What was it? All elementary and middle schools across China, all of them have internet access in a, in a country that's so big with such a massive population. That's a phenomenal achievement. That that's the goal. I mean,、uh, which is the idea that I was trying to、uh, to present, and that is、um, a few years ago when I had a chance to visit、uh, Guizhou Province, which is even more remote than my hometown, which is in central China.、Uh, I I would imagine that、uh, the infrastructure there would have been、uh, a little backwards, but still、uh, that. That that little school within the the heart of the mountains, they they had internet. They're they're equipped with、uh, they had internet and、yeah. they they were equipped with the best computer、uh, devices、uh, back then.、Amazing. And then the school master said,、uh, "We have everything, and we have the hard we we have all the hardware, but we have problem with、uh, the kind of talent we we need. I mean, the teachers that are required、right. to、uh, educate the children about how to use them,、mm. uh, or, or about the possibility that may that they may be able to find."、Uh, Once they master these technologies,、mm, and I think that is one of the purposes that this platform we mentioned earlier is being established. Actually, at present, the domestic edition of the platform has more than eight hundred eighty-eight thousand pieces of resources for primary and secondary education, and over ten thousand high-quality courses for vocational education. Since its launch, the platform has been operating securely, stably, with a steady increase in user registrations. And actually, I. I have、um, taken a little. I, I took a little look into the platform.、Mm-hmm. Apparently, you have to log in to visit all the resources. Do you have an account? I don't have an account <laughs> just yet. But、uh, the point I was trying to make is that it actually operates quite fast.、Okay. You do not have to wait for a long time for the videos to load, and you can select different provinces because in different provinces, people have actually kids in different schools are using different, slightly different textbooks, so they have. Different、uh, curriculum designs,、sure, and they、yeah. would learn different knowledge in different orders. So,、right. in order for them to seamlessly use the resources on the platform, the platform actually includes a lot.
lot of different textbooks, different curriculum, different,、uh, let's say, way of teaching on the platform. So you can select the one that's、yeah. really just right for you. And you mentioned earlier that in some of those remote areas, they have the technology and the facilities, but they struggle to get to grips with how to use it. But I guess some of these online resources can help. Deal with that problem? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And、uh, back to what Brendan has said: if you're not really happy with your education background, or maybe you're a very eager grandma who's、right. ready to teach your grandkid and has no idea what's been taught currently, you can also go and visit the platform. That's what my mom did. My mom is reciting all these different <laughs> poems taught in primary school, and you know, and just getting... pretending like she's known them for decades, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm an expert. The internet hasn't helped me. Whatsoever. <laughs> so that is why I think the platform is not only helping the teachers, the kids learning,、yeah. but also a lot of other people with that goal of lifelong learning or enriching themselves or just maybe having some fun learning and getting new knowledge. Yeah, this is、uh, really eye-opening because I remember remember a few decades ago when I was starting to be interested in reading. I my mom helped me arrange and and get a. A well, a reader's card at a local library,、ah. but I I took I took my time really、uh, scouring the the whole library, but I wasn't able to find anything that really interested me. You're really、uh, taking me、books. back. I've got so, like <laughs> I haven't thought about that for such a long time. But one of my like most memorable childhood or formative year memories is going through libraries and you know taking all of that time to find books that would actually appeal to you, and it's such a different experience to what、uh, you know kids and well all generations are having now. But wow. You just put such a、uh, memorable image back into my head that I haven't thought about for so long.、Mm-hmm. And think <laughs> about what students can do nowadays with、uh, technology, similar to what New Holland has described earlier、uh, here in China and even around the world. And this is really the future that we are talking about. Then again,、uh, most New Holland mentioned earlier are. Well, concentrated in or efforts concentrated in schools in, or in public、uh, facilities, institutions.、Uh, is there room for、uh, the industry or for the business to develop outside of the public domain? For instance,、uh, there are uh, public company,、uh, private companies that develop certain applications.、Uh, they don't necessarily relate to、um, subjects that are taught in the classroom, like、mm. mathematics and, and Chinese language. May my wife. Currently, is making use of a a piano learning application, right? And there's language apps and all sorts. Duolingo, I've been using it for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Different language. So、uh, th- there's got to be room for that as well outside of the classroom and outside of the curriculum. Well, there definitely are many of these examples of private companies and、um, let's say extracurriculum classes or hobby, basically taking the form of a certain kind of app or a game that's been utilized by learners. Like you said, I myself have tried to learn、uh, certain courses of guitar on an app. It helps quite a lot. And there, with the development of artificial intelligence, definitely there are more of such apps. For example, we've Seeing that one app that is called Match, ah,、uh, Math G GPT Pro, you can use it to solve math problems.、Hmm. Um, 
not only the ones on textbooks, but also if you're a math enthusiast, apparently you can use it as well. I was and- never a math enthusiast, but I would have loved to have had that <laughs> app at school because I was the opposite of a math enthusiast. But I would have got a lot better results if I had math. What is it? Math GPT. Yes. I would have loved that at school, especially during examinations. Exactly. And for those like Liming, if you want to learn a new language, actually there are many、um, artificial intelligence-related apps out there that can help you not only with the grammar, with whether or not you. Or remembering the words right, but also recognize and correct your pronunciation,、mm. which is very helpful if you do not have someone speaking that language teaching you. And with、uh, that, I also remember that I've used、um, used an app to learn to. Draw on my tablet.、Mm-hmm. It also helps. So yes, like you said, with the digitalization of education method, of materials, of、uh, transferring the courses of an excellent teacher to tens and thousands, and actually numerous copies to students who might in need with them, we see the face of education being changed and transformed, and maybe. Um, ultimately, ordered with it seems to be coming di- more like digitalization. Yeah, it seems to be coming more like individualized. So I think, particularly out of the classroom, it seems like people have greater access to design what they want to specifically learn, as opposed to just going along with what the teacher or the classroom or the curriculum is saying needs to be learned. And I think that's going to be very important for kids in particular that want to develop some sort of future, because they'll probably be able to get to grips. With what they want to do in the future earlier than previous generations were able to. So, for example, when I got involved in broadcast journalism, I probably only got my first taste of that at university. But I knew it was something that I wanted to do in high school. But I didn't have the facilities to really pursue that. But if I had access to all of this, you know, AI and apps and you know all of the, these resources that kids now have available to them, I probably could have got started on my journey a lot sooner. And maybe I could have even avoided university. Um, because no, honestly, I'm, I'm glad. Avoid is a funny word. No, like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I went to university. But I think for some people, for example, in my country that can't afford to go to university, all of these developments in online resources, I think, will make it a lot easier for them to develop the skills that will be required for them to enter a specific job market. That is a really good point. And on top of that, I think the way people learn it all is also being highly affected by the development of technology. I remember when I was in middle school, I had the chance to learn from a really good. Teacher. I think she's an excellent teacher with a title, provincial title or something. Ooh,、wow. She was really, really good to start with. She recite everything, seriously, everything on the textbook. She will say this pa- paragraph of the sentence actually is in what is in page. XXX, and we can find that paragraph right there. Maybe she, she had access to some of these tools before we actually knew I, about them. Maybe she had a secret <laughs> like script in front of her, you know, like one of those eyeglasses <laughs> with a script. Maybe it was all on the side. Yeah, you you <laughs> might be right. And the, conspiracy theory. <laughs> the amazing thing about her is that not only can she recite everything, she can also compare different accidents, different stories, and different、wow. personalities in history in in the way that's not been taught on the textbook. Mm. So、I've、that's been, actually the good good part. Yeah, I've always been blown away by lawyers that are able to do that. That are able to recite, you know, specific laws or specific case studies from、uh, memory. So、yes. it sounds like that teacher had a similar ability. I have no idea how people develop those skills. It's incredible. It's They've been、incredible. trained to do that. I'm 
also they do homework before they um, I mean, perhaps go to court. But, home, but homework is putting it lightly. You know, they probably study for hours and hours and hours, you know, because my idea of homework is probably completely different to the level of um, input that they put into their into their craft, which is really um, commendable. Yeah, it's I a think profitable it's and competitive, competitive too, business. Yeah. So. Well, True. At least we do not have to argue that she is actually a really good history teacher. And the thing is, nowadays, with the development of technology, she can not only tell us all the information, the, the links of different people, the comparison of different accident, uh, accidents in history mm. in the way of her words. She can actually illustrate all that with videos, with audios, and even with video games. And if you take a look at the platform we mentioned earlier, actually the first batch of eight, 780 courses covering 17 majors have been already uploaded onto the platform and links to digital museum resources such as the Palace Museum are expected to give global users access to that part of history of culture of Chinese culture. And with all that help, you can imagine the kind of teaching method she can actually adopt to further influence her students. And I envy kids these days. But it probably also makes the jobs of individuals like the one you just mentioned a little bit easier, I suppose, because... Definitely. But but I wonder if that's something that, you know, this is a bit uh, off-key, but I wonder if that's something that they actually want, because... I think you, you'll probably find the teacher that you mentioned also really prides herself on all of the work that she put in to memorize these lines and, you know, have this wealth of knowledge in her in her mind. But now the fact that all of her students and herself have access to all of this information, I wonder if that makes her feel like, well, I've put in all of this effort to memorize everything, but now with the advancements of technology, that sort of learning is not really necessary anymore. So it might potentially affect... Um, the discipline of certain students going forward just because access to information is being made so much easier than it was in the past? Well, I was never impressed by the fact that she can... Well, I was a little bit. But, I was about to say, she, but, would, she would hate to hear that. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but I think the key here is not the fact that she remembered everything. It's the fact that how she remembers things and what is the knowledge of map in her mind Mm. and that can actually be um, better facilitated or better established in one's mind with the help of all the different ways of teaching. I think it's also it allows those sorts of teachers to also get their information across more enthusiastically and it provides them with more content to kind of share that information as opposed to just standing in front of a class and reciting lines. Mm. Yeah. Education is never about the inculcation or the uh, what was the word the the uh, the cramming of information yes. in somebody's yeah, yeah, yeah. head. I mean, it's 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 not. It used to be. It shouldn't know? be impl- simplified yeah. as the process of imparting information mm. or the successful uh, impartation of information Absolutely. to young individuals. In fact, it's an interactive process. I mean, all parties get involved. Uh, all parties have to contribute, and all parties will have to do uh, things proactively to do it. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't never leave alone the process. Uh, in the the roles of individual teachers or students. I mean, the teacher, the successful teacher that New Holy mentioned earlier was successful precisely because she'd done all that. She'd done the memorization. She'd mm-hmm. done the deduction and logic and, and uh, deduction and all, all yeah. kinds of uh, homework. Mm-hmm. But 
given a, a right kind of tools, she may be able to do even more. Exactly. I mean, the process isn't just a, a ready teacher who's a master of everything,、uh, giving information to somebody else. She will have to learn as well. She、yep. will have be to be updated with the technology, with the information, or the way of teaching. So that process is always there. I mean, in the in the presence of may, maybe more modern technologies, she will have to do much more, perhaps.、Mm. But this also brings us to the question: I mean,、uh, there was an earlier example of uh, uh, or an earlier experiment of、um, a, a very good school in Beijing linking and linking to a, a relatively underdeveloped school in、uh, in the inland China, maybe in the mountainous region of Guizhou, and、uh, it was、uh, covered in the news、uh, a lot. I mean,、uh, the one thing that、uh, really brought to our attention was. Uh, what are the rules of of teachers、uh, that are working in the remote schools now that internet has allowed、uh, students to get education from the most advanced teachers and most adv- most advanced technologies and courses、right. in a in a first year city? But in that experiment, we learned that in fact teachers played a huge part in 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 that because the students in the remote schools. They were first、uh, shocked and stunned, and、uh, almost shattered in the sense of their confidence,、um, being not able to catch up with the with the、uh, curriculum、right. that are being practiced in the school in Beijing. In that case, the the, the teachers locally、uh, played a huge part in in really、uh, talking to the students and helping them rebuild the confidence and letting them know that this is okay and this is just a different curriculum and then maybe there are higher demands and、yeah. maybe it's more competitive in Beijing and that kind of thing. I think、and、the then, roles of teachers are so much more than just sharing information or just you know providing kids with information because I think. As, uh, with the advancement of technology, the access to all of that information is now readily available to everyone, and I think teachers should now, and I think have always actually in the past, had in their minds about how to impart that knowledge and also, like you said earlier, create that interactive experience. And it sounds like the advancement of this technology that we've been talking about is providing teachers with more ammunition, in a sense,、right. to make their classroom experiences a lot more. Um, entertaining, I suppose, and informative、um, for whoever the students、um, are in that class. And I think what's great about, you know, for example, having internet available across all of the, you know,、uh, is it the middle schools and the、uh, junior schools?、Um, the middle, it's middle and what's the other one? High school. High school. Yeah, yeah. So all of those schools across China is that now. All all teachers in those areas across China now have the same resources available to them to give the kids, even in remote areas, those world class experiences that they deserve. Yeah, I think it's a good point. And in the meantime, we say that a good teacher might pass on knowledge, but a great one might pass on love and、mm. wisdom and inspiration. And, and inspiration.、Mm-hmm. And with the help of technology, maybe you do not need to know the subject the way that、um, some really excellent. Excellent teachers have the knowledge, but it's fine because with that courses online, you can get access to that courses and pass on that to your kids. What you actually need to do is take care of each and every individual, know their strengths and their problems, and know how to help them better learn. People are different. Yeah, but it's、I、also am- nice to hear now that individuals also have the ability to focus on things that they want to. So, say for example, a teacher is very passionate or knowledgeable about a certain subject, but if that kid decides they're not particularly interested in that subject, then are more interested in A subject that's not necessarily being covered that in depth in that class,、mm. they can then, you know, 
outside of classroom hours pursue that subject more heavily? Yeah, and who would know? The example Limey has mentioned earlier is the uh, kind of teaching method or learning method. That is, you are basically watching a live streaming of a other classroom and you see the teacher teaching their kids based on their situation and catering to their needs. But later on, we see the fact that we can select different courses on the platform. You can find the one that's more suitable for us. And who would know? Maybe after five, ten years, you'll be able to basically design a course that is um, catered to your yeah. situation and to your needs. And you can use artificial intelligence to be your very own teacher that is only to your service. And to that stage, perhaps your teacher would be the one who's helping you design the courses instead of actually teaching you the actual knowledge. One last question before we move on. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that the teacher Mew Holing mentioned earlier in her uh, school years would have no problem you know, adapting to and, and picking up the technologies that are current today. But uh, there are teachers, teachers are different, and certain teachers might have struggled uh, with technology. And uh, also p- p- teachers in remote areas, they don't necessarily have the background to, to handle that kind of technologies. I mean, how do we, uh, what, how, how do we expect teachers to do in, in order to adapt to the changing landscape? Yeah, that is a tough one. I think there needs to be some sort of process that's developed to allow <laughs> teachers that are very advanced in these new technologies technologies to be able to share that information with teachers in remote areas that aren't necessarily as up to date as some of these other teachers that we've that we've mentioned.